I felt like my insides were like being ripped. Like it was such a sick feeling because I'm supposed to be like the featured speaker. This is Seth's event. Yeah. And I'm sitting here hit, hitting the, the little clicker and I would hit it and it would go backwards. I'm like, oh, why did it? So I hit the other side and then we'll go two forwards and I'm trying to talk. Hey, maybe you consider selling on Amazon, but you just don't know where to start. Making tons of money while doing the things you love sounds pretty great, but it's so overwhelming. So many videos, tutorials, opinions, when all you need is a way to get started. Look, we get it. That's why Just One Dime made a 90-minute step-by-step training to get you started as a successful seller. Seth has been where you are right now and built his successful Amazon businesses from scratch, and he wants to help you do it too. Go here, justonedime.com start. Hey, it's free, so what do you have to lose? Go to justonedime.com start. You're listening to the Kniep and It Real Jodcast. This is your host, Seth Kniep. All right, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Kniep and It Real Jodcast. Today, again, we have Ashley M. Lands. Hey she guys. is our guest. Now, what do we do on this podcast? This is all things entrepreneur. If you sell on Amazon, if you're trying to start a business, you're trying to figure out how to get passive income. You know, for me, Ashley, the transition happened, like my mind started transitioning over to becoming an entrepreneur when I was in the car, driving my car for Uber and Lyft to pay off my car. Okay. And that's where I got like this massive education because there's so much time you spend driving yeah. and you're listening to these podcasts. And it was funny. Some people, oh. they jump in, they're like, oh, this is cool. Who is this? What's going on? Oh, this is Jason Calacanis this week in startups. And he's talking that's about this cool. topic and I'd get into some, some really cool conversations. That's where I learned a ton. And by putting that into my mind, it changed how I viewed everything. And that was just the beginning, you guys. And I'm so honored to have Ashley M. Lands, New York model, media, uh, what is the right word? Media mogul, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, I've been busy. I'm excited to be here. I think this is a great opportunity because I'm learning so much so quickly. And you do forget like one week from the next how much we learn and how much we're growing. So I'm excited that we kind of have this like open conversation. Just do you to... think it's different? Because you're not technically, you you are with people living, breathing, thinking constantly e-com type stuff. Yeah. That's got to be super cool perspective. It is. Re it's really interesting to go from a, a totally environment of, of entertainment to be here with you guys where it's e-commerce based. But the common thread is people that hustle. Yeah. And I love that. So it doesn't feel foreign to me because you guys are taking the same energy and drive that I see people put into the entertainment industry mm. right here into your own business. And there is an entertainment value here. I mean, we Absolutely. got this like shiny thing. Absolutely. Um, which I've I love, been, by the way. Like, shouts. I've always been to the <laughs> conviction that a great communicator should be both content driven, but also entertaining. Like it literally should be fun to yeah. learn how to build e-commerce, Amazon online stores. And we want you guys to enjoy it as much as possible, which is why sometimes <laughs> we gong it up a little bit. <laughs> I, the gong is a great thing. If First of all, I'm tired. I apologize in <laughs> advance. I got up at 445, I'm exhausted too. So, I yawned like 17 times before this thing started. Yeah, so it, we might use the gong to wake ourselves up. I just want okay. you guys to know, right before we started, before we jump in, because she has a lot of questions for me. 
I said, I yawned. I said, that's my last yawn. She's like, I'm just going to yawn. I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. This is a real life opportunity to understand. Sometimes you got to do it tired. Totally, yeah. You just got to do it. But no, we've been having a great week. Um, Learned a lot. I went to Florida and learned some great marketing things. One thing that I got asked a lot this week was, what is arbitrage? And they weren't asking it from... I want to sell on Amazon. Right. They actually asked, what does the what word does mean? arbitrage mean? Yeah, absolutely. Simplest way to do it is if I take a dollar bill and I go to Mexico, that dollar bill can buy me more there. If I go from here to the United Kingdom, that dollar bill can buy me less. So arbitrage is simply taking something, changing its context right. and its value goes up. It's kind of like trading stocks because yeah. when you move it from here to here, it's still the same amount of money, but what changed was the company or the context in which it was. Right. So yeah. when you change the outside context, that's what happens. So Ashley, I know you have questions. You asked yeah. about the arbitrage. I do want to add one thing to this question about arbitrage. The reason someone would do online arbitrage or retail arbitrage is because they want to generate cash quickly. Right. It doesn't take a lot of money to start. You can, it's it's kind of like I, I buy something, you know, at Walmart for $10. I resell it on Amazon for $30. You know, now I made $10 because 10 of those dollars went to fees. So a third right. went to Walmart, a third went to Amazon's fees, and then a third I get to keep. Right. I love it because it's a very fast way to generate cash. The What I really resist is the word private label. And I know it's really popular. I just want to take a moment to expound on that. There was a day when you could take a, you know, buy a generic product, stick a logo on it, put it up on Amazon, it would sell. I private labeled it. But today you've got to build a brand. In other words, people need a reason to trust that logo. It can't just be, oh, it's got a logo. It's a mug. So it must be good. Yeah. See what I mean? It's got to be better than that. And so that is why we talk so much about the word brand building. So anytime you guys hear me say brand building or Ashley say private label, we're talking about the same thing. Right. We're just interchanging those terms because we understand that brand building has so much more power and it helps people to think right about it versus I got a sticker and I stuck this on a product. But it's the time, it's the creative, it's like the love that goes right. into it. It's it's That's where the trust and the value is. Like, oh, we didn't just pick a label and stick it on something. We actually took the time to like invest in it because we believe in it. So it's like there's more of a value. Um, so on to that, <laughs> I really... we spoke about it briefly last week, but I really love the idea of actually working with currently brands, brands that are currently selling. They're already established. They just don't have the marketing push. Um, I think it would be a great idea if we maybe work on creating an offer letter on the show. Cause Hmm. I, I plan to do this with my friend's company this week. He just founded a skincare company for men, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So I talked to him on the phone earlier. What if we did that? I can't be the only one that might want an offer letter. What if we put some key points together and then roll it out? I love it. You want? Absolutely. (laughs) Here, here's what I like about your idea. If there are so many companies out there that already have physical products that are selling, they're selling in brick and mortar retail stores. They're selling on their own e-commerce website, but 
they're not sure how to get it onto Amazon or right. it's brick and mortar, but they've never sold it online at all. And they feel like, my goodness, everyone else is, I have to be in that. Yeah. And they don't have the time for it. The nice thing for anyone watching this, if you have gone through a membership, you probably know very well how to sell on Amazon. Like you're getting premier coaching from people living, breathing, sleeping this process. However, what if you took that knowledge and you apply it to a physical product that already has the manufacturer manufacturing yeah. taken care of. That's amazing. I mean, I know it's just it's something that I really got into my head and that I'm, this is profitable because people have spent a lot of time investing, but if they fell off on that marketing piece, but it's something like I'm a creative person, I would right. love to market that. Not saying that I won't be doing my own products, but today, like let's start, let's roll. Um, so what should go into if I'm going to this company, what should go into this letter point by point of what are they gonna be looking for? Um, you know, I know some people are hesitant to sell on Amazon because right. of their product, their brand. Right, you mentioned um, your friend has a hesitation to Right, that. he wasn't opposed why, to why it. Why is it? What is driving that hesitation, you think? Um, I mean, I didn't ask if I, I would assume here because I've heard it from other people. Mm -hmm. um, they don't want their products sold on Amazon because they want to brand and build outside of it. So right. what you would be needing to do is value why you would be doing that. Like I right. said, he said, I'm not opposed to it, but, but can you give me the, give me the why yeah. that it would be profitable for us? So that would need to go into the letter. Yeah, so first let me address one thing. If my product is selling on Amazon and I've been selling in a brick and mortar store up until this time, right? That there is a certain, Stigma is probably too strong of a word, yeah. but some people Hesitation. Have, yeah, have mm -hmm. the idea that because it's selling an Amazon, it must somehow be cheaper or less significant. Right. Like, oh, people just go to Amazon to get the lowest price. When in reality, people go to Amazon because they trust the platform. Right. Like more, over 50% of all sales in that are online from Americans are on Amazon. Just a few years ago, actually, it was right around 40% Amazon and the remainder was eBay, and the remainder of that was a lot of different other places. So right. the number one reason I would say is because it's a funnel. So look at Amazon like a funnel. In other words, if you begin to sell for them, get their product on Amazon, I would say, look guys, there are some people who will never find your brand unless it's on Amazon. On Amazon, you get immediate exposure to tens of millions of shoppers, more than that. It's insane how many are there. Right. And there actually have studies have, have been conducted that prove that people are looking for new brands on Amazon. Someone's into hiking, they're like, man, mm -hmm. if I could just find a company I really trust because I do hiking a lot and I could get all my gear from them because I trust them. They like that versus randomly saw, uh, shopping or searching. I just put the two words together. That was cool. On Amazon <laughs> and finding all these products and like, how do I decide which one's right? Well, you and Dan discussed previously, I did the same exact thing. I was yeah. laughing watching the video. Yeah. Y'all talking about luggage. Mm -hmm. I Like six months before, that was me. I was looking for luggage. I didn't know where to shop. I did start on Amazon and I do not buy cheap luggage, but yeah. I just was hoping that the platform would open me up for the quickest like you're results. you're exposed to so many options. Right. So that's the first thing I would say is look at it like a funnel. The, one of the fastest ways to get your product recognized is on Amazon. Right. Now here's the super cool part. Once they buy the product, there is a way 
where you can get in contact with that customer because Amazon doesn't release the data. They're not going to give you the customer's email and phone. They used to give their phone number. They don't anymore. Right. They're, you know, I didn't know that. Not even their shipping address because okay. you're not shipping Amazon. is. So you don't have access to the data. Amazon's very protective. Right. But if you can get that customer to contact you off of Amazon, it's fair game. So, and there's a way to do that. Well, okay. I actually have a way you don't know about. I brought it. We'll make I want to hear this We'll way. make a video later. So the... Yeah. Computer charger that I bought and lost. Oh um, yeah, how's that computer game? <laughs> anyway, like I, I lost my computer charger that I just 17%. bought. Seventeen percent. Um, but ten actually. Uh, they oh, sent no. <laughs> when they packaged it out. Yeah. They sent a coupon. Yeah. And they said, send us an or write us a five star review, and then send us an email with the review, mm -hmm. and we'll give you a ten dollar off a card. So it was a physical coupon. Oh yeah. They oh, did it so in a box. A, you, and okay. I totally left a review, I by the way. I wish this was still on Instagram. I don't think it is. Let me check really quick. I I just purchased a new dog collar for my dog. And it's not working right now, but I'll do it later. I just purchased a new dog collar for my dog. Okay. And I posted on Instagram just like a day ago. Hey, guys, look at this. It was a picture of a card insert. And the card insert said the same thing. Leave us a review. We'll send you another dog caller, like a second one oh, for free. Oh, so this one offered a gift card, but it's a way that they're collecting right. data. They're lead generating right. physically right there. But that doesn't give you the customer data. It it gives you a review, but it doesn't actually give you like their contact information to contact they them. They asked you to email it. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. So, well, boom. Yeah, okay, they asked you it. to email it so they could collect. Okay, got it. So here's what's interesting. It's against Amazon's terms of service to do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I, I don't know. That? <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> but here's reality. There's always that gray area. Yeah. And you guys do this at your own risk. What, what, the question I asked when I posted on Instagram is I said, it's against Amazon's TOS. Would you do it? Would you not? I would do it. I had like 35. <laughs> I'm I like sorry. This. No, this is awesome. no filter. I would do 35 it. 35% said I would do it. The rest said no. 65%. Um. Like, well, you know, as an entrepreneur, you get to take some risks, you guys. But I get it. They're afraid of their account getting suspended. And once you're in suspension purgatory, it's not the most enjoyable place to be. Some people would prefer right. a real version of purgatory over that. Here's the cool thing. Amazon automates. If they can automate anything using software, they okay. can check it. Okay. So Amazon's all about scale. So right. because what I actually spoke, I sat next to the head Amazon guy for all reviews. Like he's in charge of all reviews for Amazon. We sat Good next job. to each other. <laughs> I'm not going to share anything in that meeting. So Amazon, be nice to me. I signed your ND out, honor you in this, but I can tell you this much, and this is fair. Amazon automates what they do. Therefore, they use software to automate that. Well, you So far, there's no way that we know of to use software to check a physical card that goes inside a package. Yeah. So it, that would be very manual. Right. Therefore, has Amazon cracked on on anyone for that? To my knowledge, they never have. Does it work? It does. It did work because I am I, I'm wow. very busy. I don't always leave reviews. I right. wanted the $10 off thing. Send and they them have an your email. email now. Yeah, and they have my email now. And now that they have your email, they have your, her name and email, now they can market to you. Yeah. And now they can offer you something offered on a website that wasn't offered on your right. Amazon on their Amazon store. Right. Tell your friend that. I'm aware, I'm aware of that. There's a lot more we could talk about in that. Yeah. But that's just, I'll just share one that's more just thing one, really quick. That's yeah. one thing that you can do with that. Exactly. Just share one more thing. And I don't know if he's into this or not. Are we allowed to talk about his product or no? Yeah. So, it, okay. I mean, they're they're online now. Um, so, it's Made Man on Instagram. So, okay. they're a men's skincare line. Um, okay. So, it's relatively new. That's why it came like up. Like creams and stuff like that? Mm -hmm, so, okay. skincare for men. Okay. Um, it, so, what if, <laughs> what if he made 
a knockoff version of the skincare and put that on Amazon. Wow. Yeah. What, so you're saying, oh, so it's it's my knockoff idea that I got from you. <laughs> I like I like this idea. It's a knockoff off a knockoff. A knockoff off a knockoff. <laughs> so you're but how does that doesn't that devalue the original brand? No. It so, increases its value. Okay. By contrast. Because, now there's two ways you can do it. If it's a market where there's a ton of competition and everyone's trying to beat everybody, right. and you come out with a new one, if yours isn't super easy to differentiate, some products lend themselves towards differentiation more than others. Okay. For the ones that tend to be really easy to differentiate, you launch on Amazon, it's obvious it's different, it helps. But I guarantee you, once you launch it, someone else at some point is gonna come out trying to copy you. Yeah. So if you are the knockoff, instead of you being the real brand, now there's the real brand is off Amazon, the knockoff is on Amazon, you're kind of, in a small way, trying to monopolize that market in a very legal way, right. where now you have two sources of income. Everything you get from here can be driven to this brand and the customers don't know the difference. And at the end of the day, they love that. In other words, they when you buy on Amazon, most people don't walk away knowing the brand. Right. But if all of a sudden they're contacted by, by the way, you bought one of our brands of cream. Now we're gonna show you the premium brand or here's a special deal. You drive them to the Shopify. That differentiation can give you data. And there's one more thought on that. The reason you have a knockoff is because you don't want the real thing to be copied. Okay? Right. So, but at the same time, you're running PPC ads on the knockoff. So it's collecting data about what these male customers like and don't like. So for example, if I'm one of them and I'm buying the, the facial cream or whatever, and you can see by my review or by my customer feedback on your store that I really liked this, but I didn't like this. Okay. You can take that data and apply it to your legit brand. I mean, not that this one isn't legit. I'm just saying it's like a cheaper version of the real thing. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, oh gosh, I'm, I'm really trying to think of, there's certain products that I know I've seen, maybe Paul Mitchell is one of them. That yeah. There's like the salon quality. Yes. And then if you go to Walmart, it's like Paul Mitchell quality. something. Right. It's all Paul Mitchell, but they're just gearing it towards that customer. Yeah. Because that customer is not going to pay $30, but they might pay yeah. 15 And sometimes that knockoff is actually a completely different brand. They don't know the same company owns both. Okay. So sometimes it's a completely different one. You're just saturating a market. Exactly. Okay. So you're, you're, you're literally competing with other people. And you're basically saying, look, I don't want my main brain to be on Amazon, but I do want to make money off Amazon and I want to get customer data from Amazon and build up a following. So what do I do? I get a really lower cost, cheaper product there. My risk is lower. What do I have to lose? And I'm getting, you know, maybe 4% of that market share, which could be mat would be huge in facial men's facial cream. Right. And I'm collecting that money and that data, which is going to boost this brand over here. Okay. This is a rare situation. I wouldn't recommend always. In this situation, there's no reason I wouldn't just launch the real one on Amazon. Right. And give people a reason to go to the the regular e-commerce website. Like there's a special deal or you get something else. Or yeah. like there's so many motivations. Do you want you fries can use. with that? Exactly. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Do you want well fries with that? That was gongable. Haha. <laughs> Thank you. I like it. It's gongable. Um, <laughs> That's so a new phrase. If we were going point by point, what? So what if you're, you're heading, body, closing? What are some main things that should go into a letter? If I am like, yeah, I'm an Amazon seller. I want to go to a currently functioning brand and offer to sell for them on Amazon. Like, what should be those three main yep. key points? Absolutely. First thing I would say is give them data. Just simple data. So study their product, understand their product line. Right. And the data is going to be, you know, and I'm not going to be able to pull this off the top of my head, but, yeah. you know, you're in a $4 billion industry. Studies show that this much money is coming through Amazon and e-commerce and eBay and so forth. Therefore, I can help you collect that data. I mean, collect that market. 
So okay. give them data. So show right. them proof. Show them why they need you. Okay. And I'm just making a simple letter, you know, yeah. dear so-and-so. In fact, if I was in your shoes, I would contact them over Instagram or social media. Yeah. Kind of like I contacted you the first time. Just <laughs> it's reach true. out. Yeah, it's true. Like really, because people the way they are today, or even text them if you can get their phone number. Like find a, I wouldn't focus on the letter. I would focus, I mean, you could do a letter. But I get it. Up. Focus on the community Building, aspect at first. Exactly. Like yeah. you might like a few of their posts right. and you send them a message, then a voice message. I mean, I think that's how we initially made contact. Exactly. Like you said something really brief. Right. And then I looked at it and, and it is true because you get a lot of like blank emails that you're so like, I don't know who you, you are. Know who you are. Archive, archive. Um, yeah. I, I like that idea because sometimes when I am doing offer letters, I'll tell them, hey, I sent you an email. So right. it's, you know, oh, you can see who I am. Um, so I, I think that's great to start with these types of things of, okay, why are you offering someone? So you need the data. Right. Um, as far as should you be the only affiliate? Should you start that in the original offer letter or? So it depends on how much you trust them. Right. So if this is a brand that you feel like, man, they're so good, I could technically be business partners with them. Okay. So then you're gonna wanna, I'm gonna jump forward now, okay? You're gonna request a profit share. But if you're an affiliate, a brand ambassador, you're right. gonna ask for one of two things, either a revenue share, not profit, but revenue share, or you're gonna ask for a price per sale. Okay. So either way, you're only getting paid when they're making money, which is an advantage to them. Yeah. And that's the second thing I would put in there, say, look, I know how to sell on Amazon. I can scale your brand like crazy, or I work with a team of people. In your case, I can work with a team of people who yeah. can get your brand scaling right. on Amazon. Here's what we can do. Here's some of the data. We could give you data. Like, here's all the data to prove that. Here's what I would like to offer you. And then focus on the value to them. The first most important, I would say, is brand value. The very reason people aren't selling on Amazon is the reason they should be. Is brand value doesn't exist if people don't know who I am. True. And there's some people who will never find me unless I'm on Amazon. Right. I mean, I completely agree with that. It's a, it's a big thing. Like, how many times... I understand, I'm gonna use the word hesitation again, yeah. because I'm that way. If it goes to something for actually, specifically skincare, hair care, I originally was, ah, Amazon's not the place that I buy beauty products, because right. no. But if you think about it, now you're starting to see the higher end brands are also represented there. Exactly. It's starting to make more sense. So things are changing, things do change. Because two years ago, I, I wouldn't have. But now I'm like, oh, well they actually sell these great products, like a lot of Sephora brands are sold on Amazon now. Right. So you, you can't devalue a Sephora brand by any means. Very good point. So it's now kind of, you know, shifting and- And like, Amazon's yeah. focusing on those brands. They're focusing on, they're trying more and more to promote and support right. legitimate brands versus let me just sell some stuff. Like right. they're opening, they're creating this entire brand dashboard yeah. that we previously didn't have access to and some of us now have access to that gives you data we previously couldn't get. Even search volume, which is amazing for the, Longest time, a lot of software would say, hey, we know the search volume for a certain keyword, how many times per month someone searches uh, men's facial cream. Right. They would say they had the data. When in reality, they were pulling that from Google, Bing, DuckDuckGo, all Got these you. other places. Because Amazon doesn't release that data. And for years, I was saying, guys, it's not true. This software programs are lying. They don't right. have it's that data. As a whole, the industry whole, exactly. not Amazon's industry whole. Exactly. And so yeah. now Amazon's giving us that data through PPC, which is phenomenal. One of the things I was going to mention is I would list all the different things you can do for them okay. and focus on their brand. So what's important to them? The first thing is brand value. Second, we can get exposure. Third, we can get your cus. You don't overpromise. 
for a good percentage of the people who buy on Amazon, we can collect their names and emails and start helping you to build this email list. Well, it would be our goal is to create a smart lead generator Thank for you. you. And it be- could said better than I could. And yes. it could be accomplished through these little cards that we're right, talking about or inserts. other things that you could do. Like so you say that's that's the goal is to get you lead generators right, so right. that you're understanding where did these people come from, how can you use them later. Yeah. Um so I think that's great. Uh if you guys are interested in this, I'm actually gonna be putting a letter together. Um and you know, this is something that I plan to do multiple times in the future. And so if this is something that you say, hey, like I want this as well, um, shoot us an email, what Ashley or Seth at justonedime.com and we'll reiterate this at the end. And those are two emails. That's not one email, Ashley. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna take a nap on my mic now. No, I I knew what you meant, just to make a share. So Ashley, just one dime. Or said it just from dive. Yeah. So shoot us an email as this letter rolls out. You know, we want to be able to bring value for you guys for subscribing and listening to the podcast. So once this letter is up and rolling, it probably will be within a week. Um, shoot us an email and I'll send you a copy yeah. so you can. Hi, I'm Lucy. <laughs> How's Lucy doing, by the way? Lucy's great. She is um, working on a lot of PPC in Amazon, and she definitely wants to come on the show. Can't wait to have her so on here. So it's going to be a She's great day. She's not admitted to me yet whether or not she actually is the same person you know. She won't tell me, so I don't know what that means, but I think we'll figure it out. I don't know, we're just gonna have to like tell her to show up one day. <laughs> I, I've invited a lot of people on this show. So, all right, if we are moving on, I like Let's that. I like I like this letter offer. Um, I, I'm actually really excited, you know, hopefully yeah. to be able to link up with brands and represent them. And as for me being a new Amazon seller, yes. to be able to look at both sides, like, okay, I'm creating a brand, but I'm also marketing a brand. Right. I have two very different strengths. One is marketing, one is gonna be creation. Yeah. So I like the idea that I could maybe simultaneously do both and then it would be able to say like, what taught me the most? What did I learn the most from this experience? Because it's two different things. Creating a product line and a brand is yes. one thing. Marketing for someone else is another. Exactly. But the membership teaches you so many things you can use. I like the idea of kind of splitting a little bit of focus. Both will yield return. We know yeah. that. Um, and that's what I love about this membership. And just for a moment, if you guys go to justonedime.com slash freedom, justonedime.com slash freedom, or just click the link in the bio yeah. if you're online watching this. But you're not just learning how to sell stuff on Amazon you're learning how to build a legitimate, scalable business and brand that you can sell for a lot of money as our members have done. Like even millions, like you can can turn this into something huge. You're not just like, oh, here's how Amazon works. You're learning how to be an entrepreneur, how to build a business and that creates margin. So then you have margin to do the things you love with the people you love and boom, that's why we're here in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I'm learning so much more that I'm able to actually understand even my friend's business. You know, Hmm. I was just visiting my friends and they all got diamonds. I was able to actually (laughs) like understand more about what they do with the business. (gasps) Stephen Hawking's talking to me because my computer's dying. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, it's the end. Um, But that leads me to something I've been dying to ask. Yes. Tell me about your very first store. Like I want to know, your first store, what does your day-to-day look like from the first one? Yeah. Like, what does it look yeah. like today? <laughs> so first I'm gonna tell you how I found my first product. I'm gonna tell you what that product is. I don't know. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna make this sleep now. <laughs> so um, when I began, I started with eBay. Because okay. in my mind, eBay was easier than Amazon. At least okay. that's what I thought. 
And the interface on Amazon is actually, in my opinion, harder, easier to use than eBay, even though I thought, it's just eBay just felt like more it's like a bidding type thing, yeah. you know? So I went on to eBay and I started searching categories. And the first question in my mind, which our members always ask this as, as well at first, what product category should I be selling in? Like, yeah. where do I start? Should it be facial cream? Should it be auto? Should it be health and beauty? Like, what is it? Is right. it home and garden? And so I was looking in sporting and outdoors as a product category because I like working out. I'm very physically active. I yeah. like to you know, get out and lift weights. I do rollerblading, I'm a tap dancer. And so I'm doing all these things and it just felt like something I wanted to do. However, I began to study people like Pat Flynn and other people who say the riches are in the niches. Ah. And I won't finish that sentence because some people do it, it's really funny, but <laughs> the riches are in the niches. I get, I, yep. <laughs> I just can't help it. Yep. But um, anyways, so I decided to go to the most unusual store category, product category I could imagine. And so I went to funeral. And that sounds pretty. Oh my God, why have I seen you with something, an urn? <laughs> Wait a minute, you know this story. I don't. I saw you with an urn. I thought oh, it was sad and it was goodness. like a funeral and I didn't. Yeah, it well, was you saw one of my clipped through something. Yeah, you saw one of my products. So I went down <laughs> and I noticed that these little urns that hang from your, like from a necklace and it holds ashes. Right. Like from the death of a loved one. My or friend a pet. has one from the pet. Yeah, yep. So they sell really, really well. And so I went to DH Gate. I didn't understand differentiation at all. Okay. I purchased a bunch. And to me, oh, how many was it? I remember I spent like, I spent $400. It was like, a, it was a few hundred. It wasn't that many. Okay. And I purchased them and had them shipped to my house and I listed them on eBay. And my pictures sucked. Everything was ugly. And I started looking at other competitors like, man, I remember thinking this one lady, she was a great seller on eBay. How does she get those pictures to look so good? So I began Googling and YouTubing, how do I do this? And then okay. I bought these little whiteboards from the dollar store. Yeah, I had the money. little cube things. Well, this actually, it was just a board, like a, oh, okay. like a poster just board. A board. And I'd have one like this and I would take a picture on it. And I was like, why does it look blue? Like there was so many things I didn't understand. Yeah. Because I was taking it outside. It was the reflection from the sky causing the board to look blue, but I didn't know that. And it was a sunny day and I thought that was good. Take the picture in the sun. No, that's wrong too. It's supposed to be in the shadows. And anyways, you get the idea. I'm talking to a model who's been in front of a camera for no, years. No, 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 no. So you're, you're yeah, probably like cringing I, on the I inside. do. I'm, I, I know. I'm like, but I also bought those shadow boxes for when yeah. I was selling Nikes on Poshmark. Oh, nice. And I would put yeah. the Nikes in the little shadow box. Yep. yep. So See, I, mine wasn't even sophisticated that. It was just a whiteboard. Well, you know. So I began to sell these on eBay. Sell as in like maybe one after three days. Okay. Then another one after after two days, like really, really slow. And I was frustrated. I would get out, I had a spreadsheet. I had this whole plan that I would show KK, my wife, and say, look, here's how we're gonna get to 100,000. And she'd look at it, and in all respect to her, she didn't have a reason to believe. She was like, okay. And I can tell <laughs> she didn't believe yet. And so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna prove this. And so I focused so hard on that, and I wasn't getting anywhere. It was just like $10 here, $20 there, $30 here. Right. And then I thought, you know what? Why not just try? It's just like a last minute idea. I'm just gonna send them, I'm gonna list them on Amazon and sell them there. Okay. So I listed them FBM first, which is fulfilled by merchant. Mm. And they started to sell a little bit, a little bit more than eBay. Maybe like twice as much, maybe a couple a day, three a day here and there. And I was starting to get a little excited. Okay. Because each one was about $10 profit. Okay, so you were you were Starting rolling. to pick up a little. Right. But still like nothing you could even hardly buy a daily coffee on like it yeah. was just you know but i was still excited that i saw progress and then i thought okay i'm gonna do fba which stands for fulfilled by amazon right. i'm gonna take the urns i'm gonna ship them into the fulfillment center and let people buy them and let amazon fulfill it and actually i 
I remember feeling almost sick because I realized about 33% of the price to sell it for is gonna go to Amazon. And I just felt like that's ridiculous. It seems so unfair. And right. now today when someone says it's unfair, I restrain laughter on the inside. <laughs> I'm like, you don't get it. And here's why. I did start an e-commerce store called mountainvapes.com, which completely failed. I sold it for $35 before I did this. <laughs> okay. So I understand how hard it is to start ranking online if you don't have the right knowledge. So right. for me, even though I resisted it at first, I quickly realized, wait a minute, they're like a marketing machine for me. Yeah. People are gonna go and search, you know, necklace urn and they're gonna find my product and they're gonna buy it, I hope. But it still felt weird. Right. Like this is my hard earned money, Ashley, and I'm sending it into Amazon's fulfillment center. Yeah. So I sent it in and they started selling one a day, two a day, three a day, up to 10 a day. Okay. So now I'm doing like $100 a day. Right, now, which is a me, big improvement on. Ashley, that was like, I felt like I was rich. <laughs> like it was like, what? This is so amazing. I, I, 100%, when it's, I get it. Cause it's like yeah. that moment when you start to feel success. Right. Somebody said, what is the quote? Um, it's success is motivation until you start to see progress, then it becomes an addiction. Right. And it's that like, once you feel it, it's like working out with that yes. beginning part is ugh. It hurts. And then all of a sudden- You see results, you feel the dopamine, you have mental clarity, you it, have more energy. You just have to yeah. like drive through. Like, so I do see- Do you ever feel like this when you work out? And yeah. Today, this morning I'm walking, I went on a little walk with my daughter around, she loves to come by and say, hey, you wanna go, like we do like this daily walk thing, it's our time together. And she's like, what are you thankful for today? And I said the weirdest thing, I said, my legs are sore. She's like, huh? I'm like, actually, no, I, that means I had a really good leg workout yesterday. Yeah. Like, I love that feeling. So back so, to- sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> right, <laughs> it depends on how hard you do it. <laughs> so, so back to Amazon. So that was my first successful product. By successful, I mean it made a significant amount of money. Right. What I didn't understand is that I didn't, hadn't differentiated. And so it was only a matter of maybe eight to 12 months where all of a sudden other people started selling the exact same product. I didn't have a trademark. Right. I didn't have a patent. I didn't understand anything about, like I, I was about the worst possible candidate for Amazon you could imagine. Like guys, I, I had no experience selling online. I'd done nothing online. I just, all I knew was Facebook. You know? Which, by the way, is why I asked you this question because I was why? very curious about Facebook. No, no, no. Oh. I, I, I this <laughs> why I asked you this question about right. your first store, like the specifics yeah. of it, because look at what it turned into. Yeah. But like that's what it started as. Yeah. So how old is the store now? Is that well, first of all, is it still yeah, open? It is. Okay, and how old is it now? Let me calculate. 2014, 15, 17, six years. Okay. No, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm calculating wrong. It's five years old, yeah. That's five years old, so yeah. it's, it's still running and it's yeah. still profitable. Yes. So what did you do from the time that you hadn't differentiated and there, how did you like turn it into something that was like scalable and long-term profitable? Like what, what happened next? Yeah, so the next thing I did is started researching products. Okay. I didn't use any software because I didn't know software at that time. So I would just go to Amazon. I started typing in urns because that's what I knew. That's what was working. So I started coming out with all these different versions of urn necklaces. Okay. So I would search it and I came up with this really manual process. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> so my philosophy was if after you hit the next page at the bottom of the search page. So if you search on Amazon. Right. You could go down and you could hit next. And I think it was that way on the browser on the no, phone back then. Now it's, it's just auto scroll. No, it's not. It's still. Is it really? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to pull it up. No, I think it's auto scroll. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't but, think so. Because I, I was, I was searching here. pirate mugs. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, I'm influencing you. I was <laughs> no, one hundred percent. I was looking at pirate mugs earlier, and you hit. I'm next. literally searching uh, earn necklace right now. Okay, I'm searching pirate mug again. <laughs> Look what it says. It did not match any products. Wait a minute. Okay. Maybe there's an opportunity. But <laughs> see, so if you go, your internet if is you, working. If you go down here, yeah, it, it still says next. Oh. Okay, yeah. I must. Be, you know what I'm thinking of is the Safari browser or the Got Google you. Chrome yeah, browser. Got you. Yeah, I'm on my phone. Going. I can't say yeah, on the you're phone. On the app. Yep, on the phone it keeps going. No, but I I'm mean on the on, app. On the. I mean I'm on, on the, the app. I mean on the browser on the phone. Yeah, on the on the phone on the browser it automatically goes next. On the app it gives you the button. Gotcha. Right, right. That's what I'm, we're on the same page. <laughs> you're nerding yep. out. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys are entertained. <laughs> so, anyways. So I began to research different versions of earned necklaces okay. and just try to understand. And here was my philosophy. If I get to the bottom of the page and hit next and I do that 10 times and they're still showing, the competition is too high. Got you. Now, what I didn't understand is that about 90% of those products that show up are irrelevant. Think Microsoft versus Apple back in the day when they said, hey, I'm a Mac. I'm a PC. Remember those commercials? Oh, yeah. I think I've seen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah, super yeah. funny. And I love those commercials. And back then, there were a ton of other computer companies, but they didn't matter. They were irrelevant because they had such little market share and such little impact on the market. You couldn't study them and say, this is where the market is going. Right. But if you studied Microsoft yeah. or if you studied Apple, you could see where the market was going. I didn't understand that. But still, I did it based on a hunch. And so I began to research these products based on how many would show up on those pages. Okay, so you, well, you were and doing then, it manually, but yeah. it's, it's still there. And I was moving to action. Yeah. And that's one thing I have to give myself credit for is yeah. a lot of people, they're like waiting, waiting, waiting. No, you have, you're never going to know everything you need to know. You have to move to action now. Yeah, you like did you've it. you've got to move to action. Even if you do it wrong, it doesn't matter. You'll learn so much faster. <laughs> and I wouldn't feel so passionate about it if I hadn't. Which, by the way, guys, he put it in the course. So now yeah. when I'm learning the courses, if you go to my Safari browser, all the tools he found are like saved <laughs> in my Safari browser because they walk you through from the beginning, yeah. which like huge credit to you for just doing it manually. Thank you. But there are tools and you found those tools exactly. and you can help other people because now for me playing with it, researching, they are really great tools. Like there's a faster way than, okay, let's manually do it. But that's great that the course offers that. Just so like how right. much time can you save? So you were, so you're manually going through and differentiating. Took, <laughs> and real quick on that, I took the pains that I went through. Right. And that's the, the courses, the membership grew out of the biggest pain points. Like one of my biggest pain points was, okay, product category. Next one right. was, how do I find a product? Next one was, how do I differentiate a product? Right. So that's exactly what the courses teach. Yeah. Okay. So I began to research, found all these products, ideas, and then I would ask, okay, if I search, let's say, okay, you mentioned pirate mugs, let's start with that. If you search pirate mugs on Amazon, what are you gonna, gonna see? I'm gonna do it right now. Do it right I, now. I already, it's already up, it's not even a question. This is awesome. All right, go back Give us to, one second, guys. Go, go back to my pirate I'm gonna mug. do it from my browser and see what this does. They say when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. But sometimes life just doesn't give you lemons. It gives you debt an unfulfilling job, and a boss that's gonna drive you crazy. There's only so much lemonade that you can make, so let's take those lemons and put them on Amazon. Just One Dime's 90-minute step-by-step trading will teach you how to turn those lemons into something sweeter, like cold, hard cash. Go to justonedime.com start and learn how to fire a boss, take back your life, and make a ton of money even while you sleep. 
So you're searching pirate mug. I know pirate Stein pirate mug. Stein mug. Hold on. I'm searching pirate mug. Yeah. I accidentally put in pirate bug at first. Yes. I wonder what that would bring okay, up. So let's. All right. So here's what we're searching. Pirate Stein mug. So I'm going to take the coolest one I see. I got the Jolly Raja. Hold on, on, I it. found one I really liked earlier. Yeah? You want me to pick my favorite? Yeah, pick your favorite. I really like this one and it has a, it has a good amount of reviews. Oh, yeah. I might have to order this one. <laughs> oh boy, I think you're gonna buy it. It's like so <laughs> here's, here's what's so, so cool. When I search, when I click on one of these and I scroll down, it says, Customers who viewed this item also viewed, and yep. it gives me a bunch. Yep. But then it also will say often, customers who bought this also bought this with it, or shopped for, or more items to explore. And what that yep. means- I have it as well. You got it? Yep. That means they tend to buy them together. Yeah. So one of the coffee mugs that we launched was a result of doing exactly that. In other words, if someone tends to buy a coffee mug, with a serving spoon yeah. together, why not put them together? Because no one else is doing it. And yeah. when we launched ours, which is a funny coffee mug, it was not only f did it have a unique niche because of the humor, yeah. but because a lot of people are buying it and the spoon separate, well, why not put them together in one thing? And as long as the accessory item is smaller, cheaper, and lighter, right? it's very easy to bundle it, get it for a super good cost. Like it costs literally cents to sell this stainless steel spoon. Okay. But in people's minds, it's like three, four dollars worth more because they feel like they're getting a set. Yeah, a you're getting a deal. value. It's exactly. perceived value, right. but it, it is still value. I mean, when I built out my coffee bar, I was doing just that, and I did buy the spoons and the coasters. So say, oh, it's a coffee bar. We're, right. we're already shopping. You're selling the experience. It's right. like what Home Depot would teach when you go in. If you ever work for, I'd never did, but I know someone who did. When you work for Home Depot, they say if someone comes in and they need, let's just say they need um, a new drain for their tub. Okay. Okay. Don't just sell them the drain. Ask them, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing this, this. Oh, well, you need caulking around that. Gotcha. Or you need the sealant or you need this pipe wrench. In other words, sell the experience. Yeah, like you're doing a home repair project. What, why are you doing this? Do you exactly. enjoy this project or is it just filling a need? Right. There's, that's where the whole customer service thing comes into play with the remaining retail stores that are killing it are when people are just, I'm it. having a down day and it's nice to have a nice person. What are you shopping for? Totally agree. Let me help you. It's a good feeling. Not saying that I have time for it all the time, but when I do shop, I'm always happy to go to a store where people are just like, let me help you. Because right. we're so busy, that's a that's a positive point. I don't get that online. They yeah. may suggest things to me, but it's not a human interaction of somebody actually helping me shop. And the nice thing um, about Amazon, Ashley, is it's giving us the data we need. Right. Literally right now, I have found a potential product just sitting here talking to you. Like just sitting here, and I'm not even using software. Right. And that, and I think that was one of my advantages is because I'm not using software at the, I wasn't at the beginning. Right. It gave me an advantage because it forced me to think through, even though a lot of my thinking was not very accurate, it yeah. still forced me to think through, well, what exactly do people want? How can I build this as scalable? And so from there, we started launching products in kitchen and then in toys. Um, I will tell you, I'm not gonna share publicly what the, this particular product is, but I will share enough that you guys can get a ton of value out of it. So one of the toys, it's a child type uh, party type, Toy, that's as much as I can explain it. Okay. Super cool toy. 
that brought us to over 20,000 a month. And when I got to 20,000 a month, I was like blown away. Like again, to me at that time, that was a lot of money. I mean, that's that a, was a successful ton. store. There's nobody yeah. to say that is not a successful store. Right, <laughs> it's 20,000, 20,000 20, revenue, but okay. the profit was up to 60%. I mean, that's still good. You're doing like, great. Way more than Apple's paying me. And they're right. the richest company in the world. Yeah. So the way I found out about it is I was searching on eBay and I was using a program called Terapeak. And Terapeak, and this is actually the first um, product research software I ever used. Okay. Now, check this out. There's a story behind this. Is it this. the one with like the blue and the black little thing? Yes, That's it looks a like a little mountain. Saved in my safari. Nice. <laughs> <Boom>. Go, <laughs> <laughs> And I locked myself in a hotel for two and a half days because I was so frustrated with just the regular consistent, predictable, working from home for Apple, I was like, I have to go get out. Like I have to just break away. Right. And I locked myself in a hotel for two days and I sat there in their lounge and all I did for two and a half days was research, research, research. Okay. And I told KK, I said, look, I'm not gonna stop until I find a product. And by this time she's like, okay, cool, you got this. Like, cause we were starting to make more money. Yeah. She was excited. She was buying from Goodwill. She was doing arbitrage. Right. And I'm on Terapeak on eBay and I find this, this toy, this plastic uh, electronic toy. And I thought, this is really interesting. This thing's selling really well and Terapeak highly recommends them. Well, I went over to Amazon, no one's selling it. And I thought, wait a minute, this happened with the urns. By accident, I started making a ton of money because no one else was selling it. Right. So I found the supplier who so happens to be in the US. I called them and they didn't do wholesale by the way. Listen to this guys. And I said, look guys, I would love to sell your product. I'll buy a ton of it. Will you make a deal with me? Right. So they gave me a 40% discount off of their retail price because I was the first to Amazon with this toy. I didn't have the trademark, didn't have a patent, keep that in mind. So I'd no longer sell that toy and I could talk about that as well, but I learned from it. But because they, I was gonna bring them a lot of money, it was worth it to them. Yeah. So they send me a letter called a distributor letter and it gives me permission to buy and resell the product. Yeah. Now to go back to your original question, exclusivity, I didn't have it. They realized an opportunity and they didn't want to give that to me only. If, if you read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight or by Phil Knight about Nike, right. he he goes through this whole process. the whole thing. It's yeah. a learning experience. Yeah. But you know, if you push through it, you, you just get have to start, you, you get have to there. go and you gotta yeah, hustle. You gotta make yeah. mistakes. So we started selling this on Amazon and that pushed us to over twenty thousand a month. Okay. During that time, we started renting out Airbnb through sublease rentals. And that was, and I remember I'd be making the bed, preparing it for the next guests <laughs> yeah. while I'm checking Seller Central, looking at my account, seeing how much money came in while these are selling. Right. So all that to say, there's a, a couple um, takeaways that you guys can take away from this. First of all, I was willing to move. I had to move to action quickly. Yeah. I wish I could say, Ashley, that I just set out like, oh man, one day I thought I found a better way and I'm going to make it happen. I had to go through tragedy right. in personally in my life in order to get to a point where I was willing to do what it takes to get there. Do you feel like you're enslaved to the daily grind of making somebody else's dream happen? Just One Dime's Amazon FBA Mastery Course can teach you how to start your own business and create a passive income machine that works for you. We tell you everything your boss doesn't want you to know. Tips, strategies, everything you need to know to make a ton of money and create freedom in your life. So break the chains of everyday monotony and go to justonedime.com freedom and get started today. You can do it. We believe in you.
But I, second, I, you can I, talk. I, yeah. I, no, I understand. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's what we talked about in the first episode about my life and my episode. Like, okay, I got really sick. Yeah. It suddenly jolts you. Like the worst things in your life may be necessary to just jolt your thinking. And I wish I could say we were all so intelligent and we think perfectly. Start off in our early 20s or late teens. Like, hey, I'm going to do this right now. It, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't necessarily happen that way. But right. if you can turn it around and push through it, that's really where the biggest, you know, it's funny. I liked you from the get-go because when I told you, I didn't know you. And I said, I'm really going through some health things. And because of that, I have to change the way I'm looking at my career. Because you guys yeah. offered me New York Fashion Week and the Emmys or the Oscars, something. Yeah, the Emmys, These are yeah. great events for right. a model to be right. able to work. And, you know, I said, look, I'm, I'm having health issues. I have to rethink what I'm doing in my life. And but once in it passed that, you said, that's great. Because that means you're in a place for growth. <laughs> and I... I appreciated it right away because I was yeah. like, okay, I'm interested in knowing more about what you guys are doing and building a relationship here because that kind of mindset means yeah. that people are always ready to grow, especially when you see it in someone else. Yeah. And and I yeah, we're all gonna make mistakes. I know I'm gonna make mistakes along the way, and it's just the it's part of the process. It's part of the fun. Sometimes you laugh at it later. I'm sure that you laugh at things totally. now. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And what's cool is I actually get nostalgic about the past sometimes. Right. Because I remember those days. I remember driving our beat up minivan to go to the condo to clean it while we're selling an Amazon, yeah. while we're hustling like crazy. This is after I fired Apple, let them go and just really was doing everything I could to right. make money. I remember those days. I remember doing it with my family and we're like taking turns or arguing over who has to clean the toilet, especially if someone oh. did. Oh really yeah, bad. for Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you learn so much about life <laughs> and do. about yourself, you yeah. know? And I know it's it, it, it does sound very uh, romantic, um, heroic, you know what I mean? Like. Um, like the end of a Disney movie, like, da-da, I'm going to go out and I'm going to take on the world. But in the reality, when you start, not every day is like that. Yeah. You know, and, and that's okay. Hey, Cinderella started cleaning chimneys. There you go. I mean, come on, that was a Disney movie. You <laughs> Wait, nailed wasn't it. wasn't that Mary Poppins? <laughs> was it? I, no. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen Mary Poppins. I oh, might really? have to watch it. I don't oh, seriously? I, I know that it's Julie Andrews. Is that right? See, I don't even know that. Okay, I know it's the woman from The Sound of Music. Yeah, I think that's right. So I got she's that. She's never cut her hair though, right? Yeah. She was blonde and right. music. And she's so I know I've got yeah, yeah, yeah. that and I think it's Julie Andrews, but I've never actually seen it. <laughs> that's funny because um, I didn't know if it was Julie Andrews, but I have, I saw it so many times as a kid, just like so I watched the dancing on the I chimney in the roof. I love Hollywood. Um, so, okay. So you, so you kind of started spawning out from there, but what does your day-to-day -day look like today with the yeah. store? So five years later, five yeah. years later, what? What is it today, the, yeah. the urns? So it's sort of like, the best way I can say it, because we have a bunch of different products. We right. have a variety of products. Right. It's, each one is its own cycle. Okay. okay. So I'm going to break it down into cycles. Yeah. So let's just start about, let's talk about cycle A. Cycle A is passive income. <laughs> so by passive income, I mean products that we have launched since 2015. There's one product we still are selling since 2014. Okay. And it sells for right under $12. We don't run PPC on it at all. And it makes us about 8 to $9-ish per sale on a good day, depending on if we're doing a discount or something, then it's less. 
And that product, we literally do nothing. Like I, I don't have to look at it. I don't have to touch it. I don't have to think about it. I have a great relationship with the supplier. When they send a new one, they send me 20,000 each time. Okay. And when the first time we send these 20,000, these products have to be assembled. So I have a family of four kids and my kids were much younger then. So the whole family, we would pour <sighs> them out and we would sit like in the living room. I'm talking a pile like, they're very small, this big. Wait, wait, okay. wait, hold, hold on, <laughs> yeah. hold on. I gotta stop you here. The visual is <laughs> great, but I have to stop you. So was this before or after Fulfillment by Amazon? Was this when you were Fulfillment, fulfillment by, by Merchant? By this is Fulfillment by Amazon. Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up actually, because this is a great point for everyone. Right. We didn't have the supplier assemble them. Gotcha. Because in my mind, the, the cost, if you sell anything on Amazon for under $25, yeah. it's really hard to get profit margin. Okay. And back then the profit margins were just a tiny bit better because of fees and stuff. Although lately Amazon's been more lenient on that, which is nice. It's, it's like this, it constantly yeah. is. But I knew it would cut into my profit margin if I paid the supplier to assemble every piece. Okay. So we would take, I can still smell it. <laughs> we, we would take the bag and we would dump it and there was, let me think for a minute, one, two, three, there are four pieces to this product. And we would spend hours assembling this product and then putting them into a little box, putting a sticker on the box, closing it, printing the FNSQ labels. Like it was insane. There's there's an, epi there's an episode of I Love Lucy like this when, oh they, when they make, um, Oh God, it wasn't mayonnaise, it was salad dressing. Huh. And they end up doing a commercial and it blows up and just all of them are sticking labels on. So that's, that's what Quite I'm the family event. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget this. And oh, even though man. I'm doing it, I'm thinking, I mean, this is crazy. Like it takes <laughs> so long and I have to put, and they came in packs of 12. Okay. I'm trying not to reveal my product, but I'm getting closer. So, so closer. I, I promise it's not eggs. <laughs> how, many, eggs. <laughs> how many times did you guys as a family do that before you said? We're going to pay the supplier to right, do it for us and right, be right, okay right. with much thinner margins. Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe five or six. I don't remember. Okay. Something like that. So at some point you said, all right, time versus money. Yeah. Let's just. Exactly. Do so it. that product is a good example of cycle or we'll call it cycle A or product A. Okay. And we have a batch of products in that category okay. where we don't have to do anything. So it's passive income. So I could live very comfortably off of that money okay. alone. And I'm not saying this to sound cocky. It's not my intention at all. But because I put in the hard work, if today I wanted to just stop and go retire somewhere, I could do it right. just selling those products, not doing anything else. You built okay, a that's brand. Okay. <laughs> well, technically... The up. brand value of those products is very low. Okay. Because I found a niche. We know how to rank. We've been doing it a while now and they're just established. They rank well. We do awesome customer service. Got like you. We have a whole system in place. So the brand value really is low is on that. It's low, but the it's product value is The product there? is really high okay. and it's very passive income now. So when we talk about passive income, we don't mean there's no work. We mean you got to do the work and get it to be a system so it works for you. A if you well work for it, it will work machine. for you someday. Exactly. <laughs> Built a car. Okay, now let's talk about cycle two. These okay. are great questions, by the way. It's like, man, I, th I think this will be the how the story of Seth's Amazon stores episode or something. Well, yeah, <laughs> Which absolutely. I'm glad you're asking these because questions. it's it, well, I'm going to go through this process, and it's yeah. it, when I got to thinking about well, I started using all the the seller tools and doing right. the research, and I'm like, okay, mugs, and I was doing it manually, and then I'm putting it on the computer. But I'm thinking about well, wait a second, like what was your trajectory from the start to today? Because exactly. it's so interesting to know. Because everyone actually is going to go through this. Oh yeah, like 
they're going to. Exactly. Um, and for some people, it's going to be a lot faster because right. their knowledge is going to be so superior because they're going through the membership. They're getting the training. Right. You know, for me, try to remember how long. So we got to 100,000 in six months, but that was hustling like crazy. Um, and also starting to do, <laughs> you are yawning. You can't do that because I... I'm sorry, I told you I was gonna yawn. I'm swallowing my yawn right now. Anyways, back to it. So we got cycle one. Cycle two would be the products that we have to maintain. Okay. And so these are like probably 15 minutes in the morning, five, six minutes at night. I just go in, I tweak a few things. The majority of that is PPC. Okay. So pay-per-click, so I look yep. at the ads. So you're tweaking the ads. Exactly, tweaking right. the ads. Checking up on the competition, the nice thing about PPC is it gives you about 90% of all the data you will ever need for that product once it's launched. And a lot of people avoid PPC, they're intimidated by it. Right. You don't have to be, it Face really works. Facebook just started doing that, by the way, I need to show you. You can now search competitors and seeing how they're using really? their marketing dollars. Really? That's yeah, a new rollout and I, I saved a video. It's really cool. So now- I'd love to see that. So now I can see if I'm selling mugs or advertising on Facebook, yeah. I can now see who my direct competitor they won't reveal the doing. dollar amount, sure, but they will tell you how. I went and looked how many ads Tony Robbins is running, and I can see them in a line. So hmm. Facebook doesn't reveal your dollar input, but you can see that. So it's really interesting. Just That's if amazing. you take the time to do the research, right. it can help you grow. Not necessarily it will diminish them at all, but it may help you understand and grow the market as a whole. Yeah. So it's like. People undervalue data, mm -hmm. but it's huge. Like if you just take the time to research things more, what might you miss? You know, like we were all talking about early, sometimes you want someone to check your work. Yeah. Like what might you miss? Yeah. That's the value of a team. Because there's I something think, someone else is gonna do really well that, oh my goodness, I didn't think of that. Yes. Or ah, that's not our company, that's not our culture. Right. This is where we're gonna be different. Right, so you saying that you're still doing research today, yeah. to me is huge, because yeah. you're still valuing your product enough to pay attention to the market. And to keep it optimizing, because if you ignore it, some products, they will stop ranking if you ignore okay. them. Other products are established enough where you don't have to. It's your baby. Exactly. You have the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool, I like that. Cycle three. This is, so we got cycle one, yep. passive income, very right. established, cycle two, you know, a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes at night, check it, tweak it. Cycle three is now product development and ranking. Okay. So anything from I'm researching every day, looking for new products. So right now I have um, one, two, six to seven products that I'm very interested in launching. Okay. And so I'm evaluating these and saying, which ones? There's three that, that I'm the most interested in from those will probably launch two. Okay, okay. that's just the research stage. The next stage after that is finding a manufacturer who can build out the um, the first prototype, which sometimes requires a um, CAD, which stands for Computer Aided yeah. Drafts. For I actually a 3D got to do model that prototype. one time at a, car, really? at a car show. They were doing CAD that's designs awesome. for motors, and it's kind of geeky, but it's fun. Yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, so cool. working with that, and so getting that first like that first prototype sample, right. making sure I like it, finding a manufacturer who can produce that if they're not connected to the product engineer. And then after that, you're launching, you're using Amazon's review page, you're creating your whole funnel. Like all of that is the product development to launch stage. And yeah. that is the busiest stage. So we have some products that are in the CAD drawing stage, 
some that are before that just in the design idea stage, and then several that are after that in the launch stage. So it's what? It's start, find, build, launch, grow. So you're... Pretty much what she said. <laughs> I like it. I love it. But, oh, that's really cool. And by the way, um, my computer took a sleep. It's tired. It's more tired than me. So remember how last week when you threw your papers and you and were... And now this time your computer. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing great. Yeah. Well, I, let, let me, I want to ask a question because Ashley's been asking me a lot of questions. Uh, Ashley, most embarrassing moment. Oh. Most embarrassing moment. What oh, was it? Oh, God. I have too many to count, but this one is like an epic proportion because it would be something that would most happen to most people in a dream, but it's yeah. really happened. So 2016, I get an invite to go audition for Ultra, which is a music festival. Mm-hmm. And because I lived in Miami at the time, uh, the audition was held in Miami. So the first leg of the tour was in Miami. And it's my first day. And it's a really crazy experience that you're like, hey, you're going to go perform in front of 70,000 people. Right. Good luck. And uh, that's awesome. I was super excited. There's so much energy. Let's go. I'm up on stage. It's just like two minutes left in my set. And you know, because there's a, there's a timer. Right. And I'm just, you know, out there going, by the way, we wear the world's highest heels. And the purpose behind that is tall really that girls high. and tall. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, six, like seven inches. Yeah. It's like they're platforms. Okay. So the, the, the design is because people are a mile back watching the stage. Oh, so for them you to want see, you people have to, to be, be tall. as tall as right. possible. Yeah. Because visually you can see. Right. Well, hmm. So, I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> I think like, I know where this is going already. It's so close and I'm doing something and I step back on my heel and my heel breaks. Like actually just malfunction, heel breaks. So I go down on one knee and somehow manage to make it look like a dance move. But then as I'm thinking, I'm like, I have no idea what to do from here. And it was just the most like excruciating two minutes of my life trying to like hold this on with my ankle sprained. And I just, after, so I, I end up getting off stage and I just remember thinking, it's like moments of greatness hmm. and then garbage. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing, but like funny. It's just one of those things that you have to just be like, okay, you know, it is what it is. Why are like, all the most embarrassing moments in the world always have to do with a crowd of people? You know, it's not, always. it's, it's not, like, no, it's not just the crowd. It's, it's surfed internationally. That was live. <laughs> I mean, Wait, so some, I can go YouTube and I can find I've this? actually tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Man. So like, so, so much entertainment value. That's so, like viral. I, I, I want to see it just so we can all laugh at me, but some, it's out there somewhere. If someone finds it, you feel free to be like, oh my God, Ashley. Wow. That's really bad. I don't think my embarrassing story even comes close to yours, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it's the most recent one I could think of. So it was Ecom 2019. So every year we put on this huge Ecom conference and yeah. where people from all over the world show up and we teach them how to build Amazon e-commerce businesses. And we have bringing speakers excited. and stuff. We have one coming up in May in Austin. By the way, guys, if you haven't yet, go to justonedime.com because we're going to refer to a ton of stuff you may not know about. Yeah. Justonedime.com. Oh my goodness, there's so much we could talk about today. But back to the story. So I'm speaking and I'm super, super excited about this speech. Okay. Because it's like this 35 page slideshow. And I know that sounds boring. I speak well, like I, I really am good at engaging. Yeah. I take off my shoes, I throw things in the air. I talk to the audience, I get them laughing. Like I'm very animated and I, and I plan a lot to make it as interesting as possible. Right. I, I got out a mirror and talked to it for a while. Like people thought I was crazy, but they loved it. Yeah. The problem was this slide stopped working. <laughs> 
And I really, really was dependent on those slides because a lot of it was super technical. Well, it's kind of like me here, losing my notes right now. I understand. I felt like my <laughs> insides were like being ripped. Like it was such a sick feeling because I'm supposed to be like the featured speaker. This is Seth's event. Yeah. And I'm sitting here hit, hitting the, the little clicker and I would hit it and it would go backwards. I'm like, oh, why did it? So I hit the other side. And then we'll go two forwards and I'm trying to talk. And people don't understand. I'm trying to smile through that while I'm gritting my teeth. Now, here's the crazy part. It just so happened that about a week before we left for the conference, which was in Los Angeles. Yeah. I had walked down the street from her office to get my hair cut. Isn't that cool? I said it like this is super cool, but check it out. <laughs> Turns out the guy cutting my hair used to be on American Bandstand. Okay. He's a professional tap dancer. As you guys may know, I'm a former professional tap dancer. Right. So after he cuts my hair, we're talking. I'm like, dude, let's do the time step right now. And so we get up and we start dancing right there in his coffee shop. Well, guess what? The owner comes out, she grabs the phone, she starts filming it. She's all excited about it, posts it on Facebook. A lot of people start talking about it. I'm like, you know what? This is a great illustration to talk about the freedom and the sense of just doing things because your heart wants to. Right. Instead like of feeling in the so moment. restricted and constrained. Oh, what do they think? Oh, what do they think? Right. No one cares what they think, you guys. They're worried about what you think of them. Yeah, I promise. it's true. So I have this video and I, I have a really cool illustration to talk about freedom where it plays the tap dancing. Well, in the moment of a super serious part of my presentation, the tap dancing comes on. <laughs> like randomly, like I'm talking about like, this is how you need to save money and this is your, this is your finances. There's your and all of a sudden, <laughs> a video shows up of me and this cool dude tap dancing in a coffee shop and everyone's laughing. And I'm looking at it like, like how do I say this? So finally when it finished, someone's like, encore. <laughs> so I started just dancing right there on the stage. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, your story is like kind of similar to mine in a way. Cause it's like that People, moment that moment where you're performing well, you know, and everything goes you know wrong. What, you know what I think causes things to be embarrassing is you're ex you have these expectations. You're so right. excited, it's such a big deal. Right. And then something out of your control happens. Yeah. And even if all the people get it that things happen, yeah. there still is the awkward moment where they're looking at you, you're looking at them and you know they're thinking what you think that you're uncomfortable. Yeah. How do I respond? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, it's one of those things you just have to laugh at yourself. And I do a lot of goofy things and, and I understand. But it is the same. It is similar. And I'll say this because in that moment, like, I didn't want my shoe to break. In that moment, you didn't want the slide right. to stop. But the show goes on, as we say in show business. Said as a true show business lady. <laughs> as we say in show guys, business. Guys, if you haven't yet, follow Ashley M. Lands, L-A-N-D-S, on Instagram. And follow Just One Dime. I'm so proud we got that handle. We did. Yeah, we just I'm got it like a few excited. days ago. So now it's like a full branding thing, Just One Dime. You can go find it on Instagram. Totally. Thanks, Instagram. Yeah. We love you. And if you guys are trying to find this letter that Ashley talked about, guys, there's a massive opportunity for you, especially if you've gone through the membership, you understand this, take that knowledge, monetize it, go find a brand that makes cups or whatever it is and say, look, I can get you on Amazon. Right now, there are tens, this is not an exaggeration, there are tens of yeah. thousands of products, companies who don't know how to sell on Amazon. Yeah. And they would love for someone to come along and say, look, I can do this for you. We'll both make money together. Here's my idea email ashley at justonedime.com or seth at justonedime.com and we will send you that letter within a week but there's one condition you got to subscribe to our podcast you know what i'm saying actually you know what will you guys give us a five-star review if you like this because yeah 
like it's not outside of anyone's terms of service no like it's not amazon? yeah like on amazon i love how you asked me and i was like i totally send the letter like just not like oh sorry oh yeah. it's not supposed to i mean i think sometimes you have to just like take the step in the Absolutely. initiative and take risk. if there's gray area it's not hurting anybody it's right. adding value all yep. around the board and i mean really there's the, the whole letter sending thing is it's just so antiquated yeah. so you're using old things they can't <laughs> even count that right in yep. my mind <laughs> you guys hope you enjoyed this episode this is seth keep keep it real this is ashley m lands you guys have an awesome day get out there make it happen do not give up keep on going and don't forget justwindime.com slash freedom hit the gong oh yeah <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.